This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra. I want to review the predictions I made at the end of last year about this year. Some of them I think I did pretty well on. I predicted that there would be a lot of evictions, that there would be more vigilantism, and that there would be more political violence and threats of political violence. I think I got that one right. I said that there would be more attacks on public education and on education in general. I give myself an A on that one. I said that the real economy, the economy that means something to you and I, in other words, our ability to make a living, uh, that the real economy will be hit hard, but not as hard as it might have been. That was okay. I said that little, if anything, will get done about the environmental crisis. I really got that one right. And I said that weather disasters will get worse. I also said that the COVID-19 news would diminish in 2022. And that's true. Back in 2021, it was in every newscast. But in 2022, they stopped talking about it. It doesn't mean that it's gone away. It just means it's not as big a political issue as it was. And also, there are more people who have some kind of protection against it. The Democratic Party, I said, would continue to unravel in 2022 and continue to be criticized for not having a real strong program. I predicted that the uh, Republican Party would get smaller and more homogeneous, and I think that's true. I predicted that the, the Republican Party would move closer to fascism. And I said, quote, the Republican Party can be expected to try to bring fascism to America. The good news is that they won't succeed. I think I did pretty well on that one. I predicted that people would continue to get smarter. And that you might argue that, but, but I'm, I'm still convinced that people are getting smarter all the time. And I said that my organization, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, would not shrink from the challenges. And I said, quote, we may be able to do more than ever before. That was certainly true because the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans played a real part in the elections during 22. I was sort of wrong on some things. I said that there would be a big resurgence of independent movements, particularly the women's movement. And I don't know that I really saw that. I said that unions would not initially lead these powerful independent movements, but would be drawn in and would play an important role in guiding and funding them. I think I was right about the unions, but in general, I don't think we saw the upsurge that I was predicting. Americans will begin to experiment with political strikes. I said that would happen in 2022. It's not true. However, Americans did start thinking more about political strikes, and I think more people, because of the railroad situation, I think more people have an idea what a general strike might be than previously. And I predicted, as far as the midterm elections go, the Democrats are not going to lose in 22. They are going to win. Uh, I wasn't right about that. The Democrats didn't really win. On the other hand, neither did the Republicans. I, I said that there would be a revival of unemployed and homeless advocacy groups similar to the 1930s. And 
for the most part, I was wrong about that. I said that there would be more independent political parties and that they would make more gains. No, didn't happen. And I said that the Republicans would lose in the electoral arena. Not exactly right. So now let me turn to 2023. I'm not afraid to make predictions. In fact, I think everybody should be making predictions. If you don't think that you can predict the future or at least get some idea what's going to happen, then it's, then it's almost pointless to be gathering data about what's going on now. Predicting is mostly just a matter of saying that the trends that are going on today are going to continue. Here's a prediction. I think there's going to be a growing anti-war movement in the United States. The omnibus bill that just passed went 61% to the military, only 39% to domestic spending. What are our priorities? I think people are going to notice that. Those are hard numbers. And I think that the uh, anti-war movement is going to start saying, why are we spending all this money in Syria and Libya and Eastern war between Russia and uh, Ukraine? And they're going to start saying there's something wrong. And, I, and frankly, I hope that they're going to discover that the big problem is the media in the United States. Here's what Mr. Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, said in Congress just the other day. This is a quote. It gives me good reason to share with you our first joint victory. This is what he told Congress. Our first joint victory. We defeated Russia in the battle for minds of the world. Yes, they did. In the minds of the world, all of the Ukrainians are saints and all of the Russians are devils. But the reason for that is the total capitulation of the media, especially in the United States, to not telling the truth and instead just saying whatever the State Department wanted them to say. There was a solid wall of State Department propaganda and there was nobody arguing with them. If anybody did argue with them, they were practically accused of subversion. So yeah, they won the, they won the minds of people but I don't think that will that will go on because uh, the hard numbers are that they're spending an awful lot on the military and not much on helping the people. The world economy, it's easy to predict that the world economies are going to get worse because everybody says that. No problem. I will also go so far as to predict, though, that China and other countries that lean socialist will weather the economic crisis better than the United States, England, and those countries that cling to market forces. Continuing realignment of the world's economies with China will continue. China will benefit and the United States will be losing as countries continue to realign. However, I don't necessarily think there's going to be a qualitative change this is just a quantitative change, just the numbers. A few economists around the world are beginning to say that world economic leadership will shift away from the United States and the dollar and go toward China and their currency. I don't think that will necessarily happen in 2023 because China and the rest of the world doesn't really want it to happen. They're doing pretty well 
the way it's going now under the United States economic leadership. However, if the Chinese were provoked, they might do it. You can't predict qualitative change. Nobody can. The U.S. economy will worsen. Inequality will worsen. That's an easy one because inequality always worsens. The only time inequality didn't worsen in the United States was between 1935 and 1947 during a great upsurge of labor and during a time when, when they were more afraid of the Soviet Union than they are now. So inequality is going to worsen and inequality at root is the problem. That's what's going to kill us all in the long run. In the immediate sense, because the United States is, in, is fighting inflation with monetary policy instead of fiscal policy, the recession, I think, will be worse than they think. Monetary policy means they're just messing with the money. Fiscal policy means that they would actually make some changes in the economy. For example, taxing the rich. And there's, they're not moving in that direction. Not very much. Even more important is the basic nature of our economic system. The richer certain people get, the more they take over the political system, and the more they take over the political system, the richer they get. So there can be no denying that it is getting harder for poor people to vote in America, and it is getting easier for rich people to buy elections. Inequality will worsen. I predict that as a certainty. Most economists are predicting an official recession. We actually had one officially in 2022. It's bound to go get worse in 2023. And I think it will be more severe than it that is being predicted because the people that are looking at this basically are just looking at United States figures. And when they see the figures in England and other places, their economies are sinking even worse and their inflation is worse. And I think they will tend to pull the United States down. More and more of our allies are in more trouble than we are. During our lifetimes, other nations have been willing to loan money to the United States without question. Some of them won't do it in 2023. Some won't loan money to the United States because they can't, and others because they don't want to. I think that interest rates will rise even beyond what the Federal Reserve is now saying. And they're already saying that it's going up to 5% or more. Everybody would like to know what's going to happen in the, in the political realm. And I don't mind making predictions. I think in the Republican primaries, Donald Trump will be unbeatable. Even today's paper's got a list of other Republicans that are going to run against Donald Trump. They're not going to beat him, and I'll tell you why. The Republican vote is no longer a vote based on conservative economic principles. It's a vote on racism, pure and simple. And Donald Trump has that vote in the palm of his hand. The other guys will come on, and they'll try to say that the Republicans need to get back to when they were a little bit more reasonable, but I don't think that's going to happen. Ronald Reagan started this trend toward getting votes from the racists of America and the reactionaries of America. They painted themselves into a corner 
the reasonable people have left the Republican Party. The racist vote is all they have left, and Donald Trump has it. So I don't think Donald Trump is going to be beatable in the primary for the Republican Party. That doesn't mean he's going to win any general elections. Republicans are giving up the whole idea of winning general elections uh, because really there's just not enough racists in America to win general elections. But that doesn't have anything to do with the primaries. In the primaries, I think Trump will be unbeatable. His legal problems, of course, will get worse, but that's not going to erode his base. You can, you can talk about what a terrible person he is all day long. And he doesn't lose a single vote over it. So the Republicans will be weaker in general elections, but that doesn't have anything to do with their primaries. They will also tend to lose general elections, and there are a lot of local elections in 2023, because in general they are opposing elections. They keep saying that the elections are rigged, they're fake, or no good, and uh, they tell people not to vote by mail. Just in 2022 we saw the vote by mail in Texas swing from Republican to Democrat. And that was partly because Donald Trump told people to not vote by mail because it's all crooked, he said. Consequently, they have just forfeited vote by mail. They're forfeiting a lot of votes because they're saying that voting doesn't matter because it's all crooked. I don't think Biden will declare and run in 2023 looking at the Democratic Party. I think he's going to endorse Kamala Harris. And there's a reason for that. There's a split undergoing uh, in the Democratic Party between the so-called moderates and the so-called progressives. And I think that the progressives might tend to come together to vote for a black woman uh, with some Asian, <laughs> some Asian heritage that they wouldn't come together to vote for Biden. So in order to partially heal the rift in the Democratic Party, I think they'll, that Biden will endorse Kamala Harris and support her for president in the Democratic Party. Bernie Sanders, of course, is always a wild card. He's another one of the octogenarians who probably won't run just simply because people won't vote for somebody that old. I think he will endorse one of his close followers, but there'll continue to be a Bernie Sanders movement. It'll continue to be an independent movement. It will continue to split the Democratic Party to a certain extent, but the Democratic Party can respond by endorsing Kamala Harris, which is what I think they will do. The divisions, I think, ideologically, will deepen anyway. As for Texas, the, the Texas legislature will continue to lead the Republican Party further and further away from anything that any normal person could possibly support. In the labor movement, I don't think that the 638 union election victories that we had in 2022 will continue into 2023. The reason is because I think the economy will go down. The fact is that unions do a lot better on organizing and winning contract struggles when the economy is booming. And when the economy tends to tail off, so do election victories. So I don't think we're going to see the same level of election victories that we saw in 2022. However, 
what I think we will see is a continuing rise in solidarity, which means continuing strength in the labor movement, even though the official unions may not get bigger, may not have big organizing drives, may not have exciting things happen like in 2022, and it in general may not do as well. But the rest of the world is supporting unions more and more. And I think that that's going to continue. And I think this has a particular meaning for constituency groups, organizations that were set up to support the unions. Constituency groups like the Coalition of Labor Union Women or the A. Philip Randolph Institute, and especially the Alliance for Retired Americans. My organization is the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans, which I think will continue to be a bigger and bigger factor in Texas politics. This is Gene Lance. Those are my predictions. How about yours? What do you think? This is Gene Lance on the Workers Beat Extra.